What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Coffee Talk with Mom podcast. I'm Jess, a Chicago local, wife, girl mom, fashionista, and mental health advocate. My inspiration for this podcast is to create a space for all women, moms, even you dads, and everyone in between to not feel alone in their daily lives and struggles. Life is messy, but we're in this together. Remember that. So grab a coffee and let's have a talk. Here we go, everybody. Hi, this is Jess here. <clears throat> Welcome to my podcast, Coffee Talk with Mom, episode one, season one. Uh, I This isn't my first rodeo, though, because I uh, have another podcast. It's a Disney podcast that I do with my friend John. Uh, it's called Parks and Pixie Dust Podcast. So if you are Disney fanatics, please give us a follow when it comes to that. So anyways, so um, today's episode, I wanted to start off with sort of introducing myself. I'm not going to lie. This is really, really difficult for me because I don't love talking about myself. And I sort of feel this like imposter syndrome of like, why would anybody care about what I have to say? But I guess the point of why I wanted to start this podcast is just because I, uh, people that know me very well, I have a very outgoing personality. I don't hold back. I'm sort of the truth in the room. I've been told that once, probably a few times actually, that you're the truth in the room that everyone hears to, needs to hear. So that's, that's why I'm here is I sort of just want to be the truth in the room. Uh, if you're on your daily drive to work or just on a walk and you need to listen to this, I hope you all get something out of my podcast. Anyways, who the hell am I? Well, my name is Jess. I am a Chicagoland native. I was born and raised in a northwest suburb of Chicago. I grew up in a pretty middle-class great family. I have a younger brother who's seven years younger than me. He has Down syndrome. His name is Michael. And I have an older half-sister who's 15 years older than me. Her name is Kelly. Uh, unfortunately, she and I never grew up together, but I grew up with my brother and my brother and I were very, very close. Um, and so sort of my topic for this episode today that I'm going to get into is I really want to talk about how he's affected my life in terms of making me a better mom. Currently, I am a hairdresser. I work in the Chicago suburbs as a hairdresser. I absolutely love my career. I grew up, I went to University of Illinois. I have a music education background. That was sort of something I kind of did for a while. I never taught in the public schools, but I taught for a theater group. I have a strong music and arts background. I was a flute player. I was the girl that conducted the marching band in high school. I'm completely a band geek, I, I confess. But all my careers and all my things in my 20s sort of led me to what I'm doing now, which is I, like I said, I'm a hairdresser. I absolutely love my job. I'm very artistic, very artsy kind of girl. That's sort of my my niche. I wanted to also talk about, again, the reason why I'm here is because I just really want to speak the truth about topics that are tough to talk about. In terms of my mental health background, I'm a very open book about this. I'm 33 years old now. I've had depression probably diagnosed since I was about 19. So about, what, 14 years so I've been sort of on a journey of like on and off different 
antidepressants and meds and in therapy for a while and wasn't in therapy for a while and blah, blah, blah. And then I, I would say probably within the last four years or so, I sort of have identified anxiety. I've also been hospitalized for my depression and anxiety. I went through a really, really tough time back in 2019. I was engaged to somebody who ended it. And then the wedding date passed and I sort of lost my shit and I was hospitalized. So this was a really, really tough time. It was something I really, really needed for me. It was probably one of the best things I've ever done for me because it was sort of a break from life and it sort of helped me realize that if I'm ever suicidal, suicide isn't the option, it's the hospital. If you feel like you don't want to be here anymore, go to the hospital because I think that that's going to really help get you back on track, truly. So anyways, so today's episode, um, I actually am having my husband, Steve, Steve, Stevie Steve, (laughs) whenever I start my episodes for my Disney podcast, I start with Johnny John with my co-host. Yeah, so today my co-host is is my husband, Steve. Hi. (laughs) The topic that I want to talk about today, I sort of wanted to start this season um, on a positive note. I want to talk about why I'm a good mom. That is my newest title this year, February 3rd. I became a mom, you became a dad, and it was a job that I never thought I would ever do in my life. And I just think that I'm obviously a very new mom. My daughter is now seven months old. I don't have a lot of experience. I don't have a big resume when it comes to being a mom, but I do think that, you know, I'm a part of a lot of mom groups. I talk to a lot of mom friends, blah, blah, blah. I think that we all have mom shame a lot. And I think that we question all the time with choices we do make in our lives and whatever, if we are even a good mom. And I sort of wanted to start this season with why the hell I am a good mom, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So I, I sort of, before I get into like the deeper part of this, I want to talk about like and this is so hard for me to affirm myself, but whatever. I'm a good mom because I worry that I'm not. (laughs) Like, I think the people that don't question that about themselves, I mean, I think if you're questioning it, that's a really good sign because you you care. (laughs) I think I'm a good mom because I fear that I'm going to fuck it up. I remember the first week that I was home after bringing her home, remember, babe, didn't I like cry because I didn't want to go to sleep? And I was like, I don't want to fuck up. And you're like, just go to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Here's Steve, everybody. He's here. I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. I just remember like not wanting to sleep. And I was so scared of of her. Like it was, thank God for that flipping owlet sock that we have that's, that's on her because, oh my God, anxiety. So for, for any of you new parents or becoming new parents, the owlet sock is amazing. So it's this little thing you wrap around her foot and it monitors her O2 and her pulse. So it's li- they, instead of calling it the owlet sock, they should call it the anxiety saver sock for parents. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay, here's why else I'm a good mom. And if you want to chime in, babe, you can chime in. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So another reason why um, I'm a good mom is because I take care of myself. So I have had a really, really tough time postpartum, and this will be another episode 
because sort of the purpose of like my coffee talk with mom Instagram and my blog is because I really, really want to talk about my postpartum struggles. I really want to bring that to light because I really can't stand that people just sort of dust over it. Um, I've heard podcasts that they're like, yeah, it's common. It's normal. And then they just move on. Like, Okay, cool. Glad to know it's quote unquote normal, but I don't feel normal and I'd like to have some space where I can like bitch about this, you know? Anyways, so another reason why I'm a good mom, uh, I take care of myself, mental health. So like I am the type of person that if I don't feel good, I freaking call the doctor. I TMI, but I have had really rough time like getting feeling normal again uh, postpartum in terms of like my periods, like having really long periods, having anger in terms of my mental health, being really sad, being down, being really anxious and stuff. So I've had to switch out like meds, bump up meds. I've been back on the pill and that's not working out. And so it's just become really, really overwhelming to the point where I don't know how to manage it anymore. So I have like more doctor's appointments lined up just because I don't know what the hell else to do. Oh, uh, side note, this podcast is explicit because I have a truck driver mouth. Oh, yeah. Big, (laughs) big time truck driver mouth. (laughs) I love how you're just chiming in like, yes. Big time. Oh, yeah. I didn't get the proper introduction yet, so we'll get that later I'll get it to you. We'll get that later I got you. I got you. Okay. Anyways, another reason why I'm a good mom. I take care of my physical health. I work out. I Not that I'm like a daily gym person, but I try to get on the Peloton. I do full body workouts. I try to go for walks when I can, that stuff. Um, I also feel that the fact that I have a career still. I feel that for me, that makes me a better mom because I'm fulfilling a passion of mine. Nothing wrong at all with being a full working mom or being a stay-at-home mom. Like you have to do what is best for you. I just know what works for me. I'm a hairdresser and I'm part-time now and that works for me. My husband is a paramedic. So I work two and a half days a week and then he works two days a week because his shifts are 24 on. So we really only need childcare like four times a month, which is freaking awesome. So anyways, so I also think that I'm a better mom because I ask for help. Like I ask my mother-in-law or my mom or whatever, or my sister-in-law for help. Like you can't, it, it does take a village. Like you can't do it all alone. You know, I also think that I am going to be a better mom also in the future because of my mental health struggles. I think that I have a lot of empathy for people that struggle with depression, anxiety, OCD. I think that I sort of, what's, okay. I like, I I know how it feels to feel like shit. And so if my kid feels like shit, my answer is not going to be, well, it's all in your head or who cares like I've heard from people in my past. Not to throw people under the bus, but yeah. So I think that like, I do think that our generation, us millennial parents, I think that we are going to be better parents because we're going to know how to relate to our children better. Also with technology, like we're sort of the first generation that had MySpace and Facebook and all that stuff. Yeah. So also like, I guess this will be sort of my formal introduction for you, babe, is I have a really supportive husband. And like, I think a lot of people don't have that. 
And I'm very, very lucky in that regard because I just think I'll be a part of like these mom Facebook groups and stuff and they'll like be bitching about their husbands. Like they're, they're very uh, resentful of their husbands and I don't feel resentful because you're a really hands-on dad. Right. You know? So anyways, this is my husband, Steve. Hi. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> my name is Steve. <laughs> yep. So Steve is a paramedic. Yep. And yeah, so we live, so we currently live in Chicago in the actual city. And so Steve's a paramedic for the, the city. Yep. And um, so we have to be in the city limits because of your job. Absolutely. Yep. So, um, but I think today's like sort of main topic, like I think I covered a lot, but I kind of want to get into because you, you know, this situation the best and you are the most supportive of it and everything. But um, I want to talk about, I think, so I, as I said earlier in the beginning of this episode, um, I have a brother with Down syndrome. Right. And when Steve and I first started dating, I actually told Steve, I'm not sure if I want any kids. And one day... My brother is going to live with us. I hope you're okay with that. Right. <laughs> and somehow you were okay with that. But I think now like times have changed because of stuff that's happened with my brother. But right. I think that sort of what I want to get into is that, again, this is the topic of why I'm a good mom. Like I want to start right. this podcast positive. I am a good mom. Like sometimes I don't feel like I am, but I have to remember that I am. Right. And I think that my brother has like really affected that. Absolutely. A lot, you know? Absolutely. Well, because he's he has a lot of care that needs to be taken, mm-hmm. you know, with him. So, you know, you've had that practice throughout growing up of having to take care of him and yeah. changing and feeding and stuff like that. So you yeah. you already had that that in you already. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Which I didn't realize would translate into me having the good patience as a new mom. Oh yeah. So so let me just sort of paint a picture for everybody. So my brother is 26. When he was born, we had no idea that he had Down syndrome. It was a complete surprise, even though I believe my mom had testing done and everything. And so when he was born, I was about seven and a half and it never bothered me having a brother with special needs. Like he was always such a joy, was always a funny kid. Um, Still is. Yeah. He, he's just, but the way that he shows it is not verbal. Right. So, so my brother for everybody, you know, there, there's, there's such like a spectrum in terms of anybody with special needs, right? Like there's a spectrum with autism. There's a spectrum with, I'm sure, you know, how, how uh, severe is somebody with cerebral palsy or what, like right. there's different right. spectrums, right? So with mm-hmm. my brother, I, I would sort of say, in my opinion, he's probably moderate to severe. Yeah. Because he's not fully verbal. Right. Now, and there's a lot of, of kids that have Down syndrome that are. Yeah. I mean, I I've, there's a show right now on Netflix called like um, Down for Love or something. Right, and, right. It, and it's these adults with Down syndrome that are trying to like find a spouse. Right, right. <laughs> and like that'll never be my brother's, as sad mm-hmm. it is to say. Right. Because he can't fully speak. Right. But he communicates so well in other ways. Right. And he can even text a little bit too. Yes. And he FaceTimes. And FaceTimes, yeah. He's he's really, really smart when it comes to technology, like figuring out video games. And, yeah. And Very, he's, he, he kicks my butt in uh, hockey all the time. Yeah. Like, I think he's beat like 
007 James Bond, like when we had N64. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think he beat the whole game. Right. Because he has that, like, super concentration, you know? Yes. Yes. He's really good at finding videos online, like right. YouTube things, and mm-hmm. I don't even know, laughing at, like, he finds wolves footage, and because he's a oh, huge wolves hockey, Chicago yeah. Wolves hockey fan, right. so right. he'll find, right. like, right. the game footage or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, I like, to start off, I guess... Growing up, like, I'm seven and a half years older than my brother, so the thing is, I was sort of the third parent with raising him because because we were such a, a distance in age, I babysat him all the time. Right. If my parents went out, it was me. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Of course, he's trying to FaceTime me right now. Um, <laughs> so, like, there was actually even a summer, I believe I was probably in college, um, and my parents went to Italy, actually, because my dad played a gig for, like, a big party in Italy. Oh, cool. They were gone for, like, seven days. Oh, wow. Or maybe it was 11, something like that. Seven, it was a little over a week, I think it was. And it was me and Michael. Wow. I stayed home and watched him the entire time. Was that after you were in high school or something? I believe I was somewhere in college. Like it might have been like after my sophomore year of college or something like that. Oh, it was like over summer break or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Exactly. So, but yeah, so, so growing up, you know, it was always a pretty normal, like suburban type of family life. Our vacation was we went to Disney all the time. Like we always went to Disneyland in California. Right. My brother was the type that always went on the rides, like went on the big roller coasters. He was Mr. Disney. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You know, I'm trying to think what he loved, like the popcorn at Disneyland and just he loved it. He he and I, we enjoyed it so much. Um, Right. When he was really little, though, when he was, I'm going to say, maybe almost two, Mm -hmm. he had a surgery, a bowel surgery. Right. Because he, something, there was some sort of restriction in his colon or something, so he had a surgery to remove that. Right. And so since then, he has been in pull-ups his entire life. Right. So, again, to paint a picture for the listeners here, I, and this, like, when I say this, this isn't too take away like my brother's dignity or talk down or crap about him, whatever. I have been like changing my brother's diaper since forever. Like he at age 26, like I changed my brother's poop diaper. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that people don't realize that, you know, and, and and that's not even necessarily part of his disability. That was just an extra health issue that he had. Right. Uh, typically, people with Down syndrome have heart defects. Right, right. Thank God he never he never did. Yeah, no. Because a lot of times kids with Down syndrome need heart surgery. Right. He's he's like super healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, so he's had an issue with toileting. Right. Um his whole life and so I think that that was something I'm not going to lie that sort of scared me when it came to having my own child. Right. Is that like, will I ever sort of get my independence back? Mm -hmm. And my therapist is like, Jess, they get potty trained at like three. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Like, you know, I just it's just stuff you don't realize that they will gain that independence. Right. And unfortunately, like what I grew up with is not the normal sibling situation. Absolutely. So I think that affected my fear about having a kid because it it took, I mean, it takes a village with any kid, but it's right. it's been a lot to manage my brother. And I'm, I'm not trying to be like mean, you know. Right. When I say that. So I don't know. But so I think like one thing I want to talk about is I think I've 
because of my brother, I think that I have gained a lot of patience while I'm very impatient in terms of other things in life. Right. Like I think that so far, you know, the the resume that you and I have of being parents for seven months. I well now actually probably when this episode when this episode airs, it'll be eight months. But it will. I I mean, what do you what do you think? I mean, I tend to not have patience about other things like the cats. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And especially like with you wanting like, oh, I want to buy this or something. You've got to have it now. But yeah, like with, my Lululemon like belt bag that I had to have. Right. And then you got two of them and then you got the, the Stanley cups and <laughs> you got like two of the Stanley cups now that yep. leak everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. But what, okay, but then with, what would you say? I mean, but then a, but then with her, you're very, very patient. Like she goes, you know, off off the rocker of with crying and you're just like, okay, okay, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. While I'm on the other hand, like, oh, she needs to stop crying. Yeah. Shh. Like, I don't understand how I'm more patient than you. I don't know. It's weird because you're like the mo- you deal with me, too. <laughs> so like you're like the most patient guy. But I, I guess it it's. Everybody has patience at certain things and other people like some people are good at this and some people are good at that Mm -hmm. and not so good at this and not so good at that. Sure. So I think that's kind of where that that kind of comes in at. Right. Like when it comes to the cats, I have like no patience. Yeah. And then I have all the patience in the world. I think maybe because you grew up with cats. Uh, Mostly. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like when the cats, you know, whatever, a couple weeks ago knocked over the vase, I like the Hulk came out. Oh, yeah. In me. Right. And then, you know, and that's where I try to help you out. And I told you, go sit down. Like, breathe. Go sit down. Let me handle it. Right. Because you had like, you know, the vein on your forehead was coming out. And you're like, I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah. I just told you to go sit down. Yeah. Well, I think it was because too, like the our our tiles in our kitchen are white. So I couldn't see like where the water was in our right. kitchen. Right. And so I felt like I was trying so hard to wipe up all the water because the vase knocked over and like I couldn't see it. And then I felt like I was not getting anywhere. Right. So that makes me like so miserable. But then like if she's screaming, crying, I'm not upset about that. Right. I don't know. I mean, I don't get upset over it. It just is just hits a nerve and i know it it does that with other people as well yeah yeah i mean yeah does it get annoying like when we went to the railway museum like yeah i felt like very defeated right since she cried the whole time there but right like i don't i don't know i just i think the what it what it has become for me is that I haven't been able to talk to my brother for 26 years and so it doesn't bother me that I can't talk to my seven-month-old because I'm sort of used to it. Right. You know? Yeah, I get that. So, you know, it's sad. It's really sad because I would love to have a beer with my brother. Right. I'd love to know what the heck he's thinking. Right. I mean, you can kind of get it, understand what he's thinking. Yeah. Just by what he says and and what he does or what he shows and... And yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And then sort of to paint another picture um, for everybody. So we're, what, what year are we in? 2023. So I think this started right at the end of 2020. My brother started be, um, developing behavioral problems. Right. And um, it became where he would hit my dad, beat the crap out of my dad. And my dad is a lot older and he's weak now and he's in dialysis and he can't handle things physically. 
And so um, it got really, really bad where then you and I had to go pick up my brother at his job on Wednesdays. Right. Because he was working at a diner. Right, Wednesday. because he couldn't be in the same vehicle as your dad. As my dad. So my mom would drop him off at the diner, and then we would pick up my brother and watch him on like almost every Wednesday. Right. And that was a lot. So, and then like, remember, I would give him a bath, and I would put him in pajamas and change his diaper and everything like right. two years ago, you know? Right. So, yeah, I just think like, it's it's been really hard. So people that are listening, you know, I know there are people that I don't talk to all the time. Like I, I think I have like, you know, I've got some old high school friends that are going to listen and um, people that might not know me that well. Um, it's, it's been a lot. And I think a lot of people don't have never really known the situation about my brother. Right. And it's been really hard because I think that we've sort of been grieving who my brother used to be. Um, his, his mental health has gotten a lot better. We, we now have an amazing caregiver that we've had for now a year mm-hmm. um, who has like completely turned around my brother's mental health. Right. Um, my brother has also been hospitalized. He was hospitalized much of last summer for his mental health because he was then like hitting my mom. Oh my God, it's just a lot. So I feel like all of these things have sort of like prepared me to become a better mom. Right. I think that even though we have, thank God, like a healthy so far, what seems to be normal child, you know? Right. Quote unquote definition. I just think that... The stuff with my brother has sort of forced me to like grow up fast with that. Okay. Like when I was a kid, not necessarily the mental health stuff now, but just like all that other stuff. Right. You know, but yeah, do you, I don't know. Do you have anything else to like say about that? Cause that's kind of like, it was definitely a, a really hard time last year when we had to deal with that or the, the year before or whenever that was. Yeah. I mean, cause like you and I also used to, we used to talk about how like one day Michael would maybe live with us. Right. Right. And unfortunately now like things have changed and it was something that I never prepped my mind for it was it was never a thought that I had that that maybe like I never in my wildest dreams thought that my brother's behavior would become so bad yeah right so I mean so now what's really difficult is that in the state of Illinois there is not many resources in terms of like homes like group home placement there's of any openings there's nothing of quality or, or even like uh, mental hospitals just to even have him go because a lot of them are like, oh, he can't like use the bathroom by himself. Oh, well, we can't accept him then. Right. And totally. it's just something that there's not, there's like two right. in the whole state or three right. or something. Right. And then also there's just not enough staffing. People, I right. think with the pandemic, like don't want to work and stuff like that. Well, I think before that it, it, uh, there was a problem with staffing anyways because there was a lot of budget cuts that happened with the um, previous governor. Oh, sure. Where he, sure. he closed down a bunch of facilities trying to do the budget cuts to save money in, in yeah. the budget and trying to balance the budget. Yeah. I think now the uh, the new governor or, you know, who's been here for his second term, whatever, yeah. is is trying to reinvest in, in mental health facilities and hospitals and stuff like that. Right. Right. Yeah, I hope that it improves because right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, thank God for now, my my brother has a caregiver who's incredible. Right. Um. So we don't have him placed anywhere. He is living at home now, thank God. But down the road, I don't know what it looks like. Right. So well, and when when that time comes is when we deal with it. Yeah. Right now, just status quo. You know? Right. 
Totally. So keep everyone happy. Yep. <laughs> yep. So yeah. So I hope. Thank you, everybody, for for listening. Um, this was sort of my my first idea for my first episode. I, you know, I have a lot more things coming up. Like I said, postpartum is sort of the big topic lately that I've been wanting to cover just because it's been affecting me a lot. And I just think that it really needs to be talked about. I think that people just kind of skim over it and it's just like, yeah, meh. And then they move on. Like, no, let's dig deep into this shit. Right. And, you know, with touch on that before, you know, we said we go end this episode with 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 postpartum and stuff like that it's a lot of things that doctors tell you is oh well you'll be better by this time or this time and this time right but there's not really a set schedule for right. anybody because everybody's different right you know what right what happened to one person may not happen with this other person but then might happen with another person so it's it's everybody's different well and what we were talking about that one night on the couch you were just like I don't think there is an answer. Right. Like I don't think that the the medical professionals even have an answer because everybody's so different. Right. So that'll that'll be a a, a good episode. Yeah. Coming up. Yeah. Yeah. To, I to I do wanna, a nice deep dive into that. Yeah. I I also want to have like medical professionals on this podcast. Like if I could, heck, if I could bring the OBGYN on this, like that would be <laughs> awesome. You know, I, I just. I even have a client who's like a acupuncturist and stuff. Like I think if we could bring her on, yeah, so and stuff like that. A lot, of, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, coming up. Yeah, so you know, please like write to me. My email is coffee talk with mom twelve at gmail I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. Reach out if there's any topics anybody wants to hear about. I'm so open to it. If anybody would like to be a guest, would love that. Well, because I know you're going to be bringing some of your friends on yeah. that, are, that are moms or yes. that are uh, big mental health advocates and just talk about stuff. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. In fact, one of the topics that I actually am really excited to talk about, my, my friends Amanda and Nicole, we were talking about how because, uh, I mean, me, Nicole and Amanda, we've all been in shitty past relationships. Right. And we were sort of thinking of the topic of how Sometimes the best days of our lives, we don't know were the best days of our lives till later. Right. So like one of the best days of my life was when my ex-fiance ended it. Yeah. And I didn't know time, that at the time. Right. And at the time you're like, oh, this, you know, that's it. I'm done. Right. But then. Right. But now I look back and I'm like, three that was years. actually probably one of the best days of my life because then it launched me to where I am now. Right. Four years later. Right. You're like, whoa. Yeah. Like never knew I'd have changing. a great husband and an adorable baby. So. Right. And then have a great career that you love. Yes. Right. Totally. So anyways, so I'm excited about topics to come. But but yeah, everyone, thanks for joining. Hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Episode one. Woohoo. Yay. Anyways, well, everybody have a great night. And yeah. Night um, or day or, or afternoon. Day. Yeah, whatever. It's night right now while we're <laughs> recording. But um, until next time. All right. All right. Thank you all so much for taking the time to listen. I really hope you got something out of today's episode. Feel free to reach out to me at coffeetalkwithmom12 at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at coffeetalkwithmom. Please visit my website, coffeetalkwithmom.com, for blog updates, my favorite outfits with my daughter, and my newest podcast episodes. 
You can find my episodes on all major podcast platforms. Check out my website for details. All episodes will be premiering bi-monthly on Thursdays. 